Welcome back to Third Act Saviors, a podcast where we watch a bad movie and fix it by only changing the third act. I'm Michael. I'm Daniel. I'm Jacob. And we're doing this digital, coming to you live. Yeah, we're, we're remote, everybody. Coronavirus. Yeah, that's right. It's our first pandemic record. Forced us in our homes. Only took us seven months. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, you know, we were doing a lot of self-care. Yeah. Yeah. In this true. post-apocalyptic wasteland we live in, we're recording from a bunker. Uh, three separate bunkers. <laughs> Straight via Zoom. Boy, howdy, we got a movie for you today. Oh, do we? Yeah. Uh, a real feel-good charmer. <laughs> Daniel loves yeah. it. I, I don't know why this movie stuck with me hard. Yeah. I, like, thought about this movie regularly all the way through my adult life, and I hoped to exercise it from my brain by watching it, but I, I'm afraid <laughs> nope. that the haunting has only uh, uh, set in further. We watched the movie Casper. The friendly ghost. He's the friendliest ghost there is. <laughs> Maybe too friendly. <laughs> Criminally friendly. Way too friendly. <laughs> Casper, please do not sleep in my bed while I'm in it. <laughs> Casper, please don't ask if you can keep me. You and no, stop kissing you. me. Casper, stop <laughs> kissing me, please. You may not. You may not keep me or kiss me in any way. Too friendly. That's right. Uh, yes. Casper, the exceedingly friendly ghost. We watched it. What'd you guys think? Uh, so I have a very similar experience to you with this movie, Daniel. I watched it in the movie theater at age 10 and liked it enough that I ended up with a stuffed stinky <laughs> uh, figurine. Oh, yeah. At some point. And have always wandered around life being like, that movie was good. And I've seen the last 20 minutes on, you know, TBS at two in the morning at least a dozen times. And I've always been like, that is a good movie. Give him the old stuffed stinky. <laughs> That's what Mike's always saying. That's what, yeah. I mean, it really is the the metaphor for my life, a stuffed stinky. Uh, but at this point, is it a good movie? <laughs> That's up in the air for me right now. <laughs> uh, I definitely watched this as a kiddo. I did not. I did not. It didn't resonate with me the way it has resonated with the two of you. So I didn't remember any of the details. A kind of a good, like kind of an okay kids movie by the standards of like E.T. or whatever. Oh, there's Toast again. Hi, Toast. Uh, yeah, if you hear meowing in the background, that is my cat who really wants to be on the podcast, but he's not allowed. No guarantees. It could be one of many cats. Yeah, or potentially Jacob's cat, Dusty, (laughs) or potentially one of my two cats, more than likely Fluffy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not a bad kids movie, but it is extremely weird and uncomfortable in on multiple levels now. Yeah, I can see cat's butthole. Yeah, there you go. There's a little dot next to Daniel's arm. That's right. I got a cat's butthole in the background. This podcast truly is the cat's butthole. Uh, I think that this movie is unethical to show to children. It puts too many bad thoughts in their heads <laughs> involved about regarding death? the yeah regarding death mainly because you know you think Casper the friendly ghost. What do you also think of mad scientist who wants to bring his dead <laughs> child back to life? Uh, there's a Lazarus machine in this movie. Shout out to our Crimson Peak episode where uh, yeah. that's what we use to solve the plot. No problem. Uh, but there's all sorts of parents dying and coming back or not. <laughs> that's horrifying. Uh, and, that whole section of yeah. the movie, but we'll get there. Yeah, I, I think that, that like I spent too much time thinking about it and I hesitate to think what if something actually had happened to my parents and I had also seen this movie, I would is be that, haunted by is, it. Is that what stuck with you? Is the plot of the, the, the dead parents? Well, and for... also the fuckable ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because for me, for me, like, this whole thing was the, like, you know, coming of age, 
I'm a teen, but not yet a teen. I'm a man, not yet a woman. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, this is what this is. This is the height of romance. This is what this is what the storybooks want is, you know, I'm a dead ghost and I get to dance (laughs) with like a goth 90s, you know, tween at at her at her Halloween party in her haunted mansion. Yeah, obviously. You can also imagine, oh, it'd be so cool to have, you know, a live-in boyfriend or girlfriend that only I knew about. Like, uh, basically what the relationship between Casper and Christina Ricci is like uh, most like your friend that has the Internet girlfriend no one's ever met. (laughs) It's like, oh, no, they exist and they love me, but you can't meet them. I have a boyfriend in Canada who's also a ghost. extra detail i want to pause it one more thing Mm -hmm. before we jump into the recap a recap uh which is that i think this type of movie this quality of children's movie only existed from like yeah 1991 to like 1999 Uh uh-huh and then disney channel original movies became a Mm -hmm. thing and so no one was willing to spend 50. This was a 50 million dollar movie, by the way. <laughs> no one's yeah. willing to spend that uh, on something like this again. And I really think kids are missing out. Yeah. Uh, today. We also need to bring back the kids movies that contain the word bitch a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of yelling bitch in this. Movie. It really is. I, I would say arguably too much. Oh, really? <laughs> Listeners right I in. Thought, just <laughs> perfect tasteful amount. <laughs> Yeah, in a world where Pixar exists, these movies no longer have space. I guess in a world yeah. where DreamWorks exists, that's that takes this slot. I want someone to call Wally a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but even like, you know, I'm trying to think of the shittiest DreamWorks movies. Even like Trolls and Trolls 2. The Crudes. I think are yeah, oh, wow, the yikes. Crudes. I think, you know, the there's just something about the plot of this movie where I'm like, why doesn't it? Why doesn't it open on our main character? Why does it take 20 minutes for is the main character the, main the character. evil businesswoman? <laughs> yeah, like she's right there. She has but, a conflict. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Daniel. Let's do this recap. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Casper, the friendly ghost. Scene number one. We see two brave boys wandering into a creepy, decrepit mansion. It looks like it was designed by, like, Tim Burton's nephew or something. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's very, like, curly and smooth, but it's a haunted mansion. And they wander in, and they're like, well, we got to take a a picture of ourselves in here to prove how brave we are. And then you hear a child's voice say, oh, hey, fellas, I'll take a picture for you. And it's Casper, the friendly ghost. Don't fight, guys. Gosh. (laughs) Trying to be helpful. Uh. And they scream real loud as and run out of the house as we see their Polaroid photo film uh, picture develop of them screaming on the ground. Uh, title card. Cas- it's Casper time, everybody. Mike and I both did a screaming All face right. that is un- unusable. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no value to the <laughs> listener. It's just for us to enjoy. And I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, scene number two. This is where the first of many stars that this movie is packed with reveals himself. Yeah. We got Ben Stein uh, reading the last will and testament of uh, someone. I don't know. Kerrigan's uncle or whatever. The owner of Whipstaff Manor, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of questions <laughs> at the end of this movie because they did not they did not flesh out the lore. But like 
there's a there's a world in which Kerrigan is related to Casper, right? Kind of has like, to is be like a great 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 niece, or yeah, 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 or something. Uh, and the and the uncles yeah. and the ghosts, all the ghosts are related. Yeah, and they're his uncles. Are were they his his, his dad's brothers who what? also died and begin haunting, or is this just the like? They died older than me, and we're forced to live together, so I call them uncle, otherwise it's weird. <laughs> They're wards. Yeah. They're joint ward. I mean, they they couldn't tell you, because ghosts can't remember anything, except for no. just non-stop uh, cultural bits <laughs> yeah. that you do incessantly throughout the movie. They remember <laughs> certain things. Well, I mean, I yeah. suppose Casper does go through the wires at one point, so maybe he picks up television. Yeah, they do watch TV. Yeah, we know for sure that Casper has seen both Superman and Terminator. <laughs> and he watches a commercial later. <laughs> uh, Terminator 2, that is. All right, so uh, we see someone putting out a cigarette on the on the uh-huh. Will Reader's table. Yeah, not a child, on the Will Reader's table. That's right. Uh, uh, a wicked woman Kerrigan is introduced she's getting a uh, part of this will and after millions of dollars are set aside to charities and whatnot you know like save the pandas marsupials that are endangered they each get millions of dollars mm-hmm. she's left with just whipstaff manner and I think it's funny that Ben Stein is reading this uh, will with a bunch of charities in it and he would probably fucking hate that <laughs> nowadays isn't he mr libertarian yeah he is yeah. now i mean he's probably like a big trump guy now i'm not sure it's not good oh yeah. god i know he was you know a right winger wrote speeches and stuff for yeah, Nixon. that's right. right wasn't that a thing yeah but so, i didn't know anything i'm gonna double check real quick game let show. me just go on twitter I, did he really Steve get bad Einstein. i thought he was like old conservative where you could be like it was a different time and they were all just dog whistles. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Oh, uh, let's see. This is April 18th. He is the star of a show or a movie called Expelled. No intelligence allowed. Big science has expelled smart new ideas from the classroom. What they forgot is that every generation has its rebel. Starring Ben Stein. <laughs> uh, I found an opinion article on Newsmax.com written by Ben Stein entitled, I'll still vote for Trump even if others don't. <laughs> It's going to write him in. Uh, And also within it, he makes reference to the mainstream media, abbreviated MSM, and censors the word hell. (laughs) Hey, wait a second. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk in 2004 that 16 years later, I'd be like, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel seems all right, but Ben Stein, oofa doofa. (laughs) We should have won more more of his money while we had the chance. Yeah, all right so uh he's reading the will uh he's yet again cashing checks for having a bad affect and voice good job this time. <laughs> uh and she's like this is freaking bullshit i don't want any of this and ben stein's like well i don't care i'm going to lunch and she's so mad she throws all the documents into the fire where it's revealed that the deed to the manor has an inscription on it that's only revealed by flames that says that there's treasure in it well you're missing the other important character whosoever goes to Whitmore Manor treasure be to help the planner. That's right. It's it's some sort of rhyme that I can't remember. And also, let me tell you, the treasure that is in the manor, not worthy of a fire revealed inscription. (laughs) Not so much. But 
but if your dad's a mad scientist maybe he just does that shit on like his deed to his house <laughs> yeah maybe he like got a fire revealing pen uh and was just like well time to write some shit on documents yeah. well you forgot to <laughs> mention to make up some rhymes. uh the unspecified character dibs who is oh yeah that's Kerrigan's, right uh i don't know renfield <laughs> Her lawyer? He's her That's lawyer. That's the right? implication yeah. in the first scene, although nothing that happens after that point makes any sense for that. I think after okay. you, you reach a certain amount of wealth, you get to be mean to your lawyer. <laughs> like, when when you don't have any money, you gotta kiss your lawyer's yeah. ass. But once you're rich, like Kerrigan is, your lawyer is like your freaking lackey that, like, snivels and He has and to drive you, you around. around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jacob, do you drive any of your clients around? <laughs> Yeah, do I sit by while they kill themselves as part of a get-rich-quick scheme? No, I don't. But maybe I don't have the right clients. What part of the bar uh, exam was that on? The yeah. ghost part, yeah. I, I feel the like ghost, that's specific the to the East Coast, like Northeastern mm-hmm. part of it. That makes sense. All right, <clears throat> so now we're back at uh, Whipstaff Manor where Kerrigan and Dibs are exploring it and Casper just kind of unceremoniously shows up and is like, what up, what up, welcome to the house. We already did this scene, so I'm kind of short. Hey, I'm yeah. here. Uh, don't, don't worry, we'll do it one more time. Uh, there's a really stupid gag where... Uh, they're like sneaking into the house and they're a little spooked and Dibs is like, I'm armed and pulls his phone out like it's a gun. And then the phone rings and he goes, hello. I feel like this is a perfect early cell phone. Joke. It really is. But then he doesn't even have the conversation. It just rang no. once. Get out. Yeah, here. they don't they don't try very hard. All right. So now it's daytime. They've confirmed that the house is haunted because they met Casper and they want to get rid of these gosh darn ghosts, which. Oh, boy, we get the rotating door of celebrities in this scene. Uh, the first person they hire to get the ghosts out of the house is some sort of pervert priest. I don't, is this guy someone yeah, famous? Yeah, I had to look this up. He is an SNL character, much like the other ones. Oh. He is a, either a SNL cast member playing a character from SNL, I think, or another doing something similar to it. I thought he was just a dude being like a Catholic priest a la uh, The Omen. Maybe. IMDb or... has a lot to say about this movie, by the way. Their trivia page okay. is <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, okay, well, he's a... a a kind of bad at his job priest that promises to... I meant the exorcist, by the way. Sorry, the exorcist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he even comes out with his head twisted and, like, he's covered in pea soup. Yeah. Like, I thought that was specifically, like... But his head okay, twisting guys, is really horrifying. Did not like that at yeah, all. Like, <laughs> he comes out killed. It is. It's very scary. Uh, but he comes out, he's like, oops, my head's backwards and I'm covered in pea soup because I guess I got barfed on. Don't like it. So that one didn't work. So uh, who are we going to who are we going to call, guys? <laughs> uh, we're going to call a Ghostbuster who's now has a big mustache. Hell yeah. Yeah. We, we get straight up got Ray Stance in this movie. Wearing a name tag. Which of the actors of the Ghostbusters is most likely to give us a day's worth of work for free food? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Got it. Boom. All he wants is a bottle of crystal uh, a skull, crystal skull-shaped vodka and a few pinwheels off the craft services table. He's there. Yeah. And maybe a blowjob from Casper. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah, well, he's got to get like his eyes crossed, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I feel like Fatso's the right one there. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's fair. Th- th- seeing just a, pl- a plain ass name tag and everything <laughs> Ghostbuster in this movie is very confusing in the age of, you know, cinematic universes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's before Avengers, before we could wrap our mind around it. Yeah, not good. Uh, let's see. And that oh, then they decide we're just going to knock this house down mm-hmm. and uh, they hire a team of construction workers who immediately get too scared and drive up, drive away before they can even get in their trucks. Yeah. You haven't mentioned the uncles yet, though. You haven't done the run. They've shown up now and they scare off the construction. Oh, workers. they have shown yeah, up because they're the scary yeah. ones. That's right. We got the, the we ghostly don't trio see them yet, though, do we? We just hear about it. we just hear them from the Ooh. thing. Me? No, I think I think you see uh, it briefly. I don't think you see him do much, though. Okay. Because they show up and scare away the kids in the initial scene. No, they? Casper scares away no, the kids. They scare does. away Dibs and Kerrigan because they're like, oh, That's Casper, right. uh, ghost. But the uncles are mean okay. to them. Yeah, uh, the uncles make some mean, scary faces that I don't know if it's appropriate to show children, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the uncles no, are there. We got to get rid of them. But later they leave to go bet on horses. <laughs> that's right. They get some time. How there's, there's some details about how ghosts work that I'm a little confused on. Okay, so anyways, uh, they can't they can't get rid of uh, these gosh darn uncles. Mm-hmm. They got to demolish the house. It doesn't work. How All right. So uh, we cut to Casper, who's watching Mr. Rogers. Mm. Yeah talking about his feelings he changes the channel uh to watch one of his own cartoons i can only <laughs> assume uh and then uh he tunes in to a news report on dr harvey it talks about dr harvey mm-hmm. and how he is a psychiatrist turned ghost psychiatrist after the death of his wife and it introduces his loner daughter yeah. who the news crew is interviewing about <laughs> her crazy dad <laughs> and like following like paparazzi to hear about this ghost scoop uh about yeah. this psycho dude i love this world in which the journalists are like oh yeah let's talk to the ghost psychiatrist make sure you follow the daughter around on her first day of school yes that's the shot we need and ask her like hey your dad sucks right yeah, your mom died and your dad is totally losing it oh what are we gonna do bother the hell out of you that's right yeah, we learn a few rules about ghosts, namely that they are only here when they have unfinished business. Classic. Uh, Casper enters a TV and goes through the electricity lines to Ker- Kerrigan's hotel room to like make her TV like follow her around and shit so that she can see this news report. So is his motivation that he's got a boner yeah. already or is his motivation yeah. just that he needs a no, friend he says he's no, lonely but he he's sees got cat. like love he's got hearts in his eyes when he sees cat okay yeah he sees cat okay. on the news report and is like a loner daughter swing i got to get i got to trick her into coming here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh he manipulates Kerrigan into calling dr harvey to ghost psychologize the uncles out of the house so that cat can come with him and casper can kiss her and yeah everything goes according to plan basically <laughs> yeah there's some people die unrelated to his plan like his plan involves yeah. some amount of death but he's not like directly responsible we meet dr harvey and cat who are road tripping 
out to Friendship, Maine, which is where Whipstaff Manor is. And they're arguing, but then they're like, but, uh, you know, Dad, I'm tired of moving town to town, blah, blah, blah. You need to get a grip ever since Mom died, but I love you. Yeah, and and they make a promise, a very important promise. They pinky square because he's like, this is the last time. If we don't find proof of ghosts and bring your mother back from the dead this time, then I guess we'll just live in this weird house that we don't live in. I mean, they're just yeah being hired to work there but i don't know they'll get an apartment in friendship somewhere uh they finally make it uh dibs kerrigan cat and dr harvey all finally meet uh there's uh dibs introduces himself as kerrigan's close personal friend and uh cat ever ever so sarcastic says well i'm dr harvey's close personal daughter hilarious awesome yeah that really that really confused us we were like is that a joke what's going on the part that really confused me is immediately after this kerrigan grabs cat by the face and her and dibs stare at her and they're like yes this will work perfectly but that's never that's like it must be a scene from a copy of the script that was never completed because like yeah. they have no yeah. relationship to her at all even through the end of the movie where all the ghosts are like we'll leave if you bring us a hot girl yeah right uh you see casper being like oh boy hubba hubba she's here my plan actually worked uh dr harvey and cat go inside and start like moving in a little bit we see them down in the basement turning all the lights back on Cat uh, is looking in the fuse box and is like, oh, we're going to have to go pick up some 20 amps uh, from the hardware store tomorrow, uh, which yeah. is contradicted at the end of the movie where it show- she complains about specifically being bad at electronics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, definitely two different scripts being written and not double checked with each yeah. other. That's right. Some producer was like, make her good at uh, electronics. And another producer was like, make her a dum dum. Which probably explains why the first it takes us like. 15 minutes till we see Casper and then another like 10 minutes till we see Cat, who's, I guess, arguably the main character, even though she doesn't learn anything or go through any sort of journey. Yeah. Casper goes through a journey. No, No, he doesn't doesn't. really. (laughs) I mean, he has a brief moment at the end where things change and then they go back. But Kerrigan is the one who actually goes through a journey. No, I think I think I think there's an emotional journey. Everyone learns to like just be fine with life the way just it chill. is and that's and that's 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 the journey for everyone in this movie that's right you know uh is the like i'm gonna have a weird dad and live in a weird haunted house and have a weird haunted boyfriend <laughs> wah, it's wah. Beetlejuice. you know i won't be that i won't be that normal kid with a mullet who rides a bike <laughs> and his girlfriend's a bitch Ooh, so dreamy i won't be that one Ooh, sexy vic oh, we'll get <laughs> oh i to love that. vic <laughs> Got his backpack on one shoulder. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. it's got to be a strong shoulder. Uh, so Kat goes through the mansion trying to find a room. She opens up a door to one of the many rooms in the house and see sees three beds with labeled headboards that say uh, stretch fats and stinky. I wonder who stays here. Uh, and then uh, finds the cool looking room. Yeah. And she's like, this is my room. And Casper's like, oh, it's my room. She's sleeping in my room. <laughs> in my bed that has not been cleaned in a hundred years. <laughs> just, yeah. just plop down right on that mattress in the haunted house. Uh, so once again, Casper pretty unceremoniously is like, what up? I'm a ghost. Uh, uh, and this Kat one, does- though. This one, though, he gets very nervous to introduce himself to her and it becomes like, in my mind, 
the beginning of a bunch of weird fetishes for a bunch of little kids. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I want to be turned into he... a pillow. <laughs> yeah, I want to be a pillow me. and just have a lady lie on me. I want her to throw her socks in my mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God, that's where it all came from. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. This movie is horny and weird and fetishy, and everyone's in, like, a dom-sub relationship. Yeah. It's weird. And now we're weird and horny and dom-sub <laughs> relationship people. Thanks a lot, Casper. Thanks, Casper. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, she sees him after he's, uh, her full body pillow for a little bit, <laughs> and, uh, she does the cross-eyed pass-out uh. bit, and Casper's like, oh no, oh no, and uses himself as a dish towel and fills himself with water, and then wrings him out There's over another fetish her face. And now I can't come any other way. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and then she wakes up and then does the scream run away. I feel like you either get the cross-eyed pass out or the scream run away. But this movie wants to have its cake and eat it too. I Guys, guess. come on. You just need another, co- you need another version of that script. One more revision. You get to pick one. Although again, if you're hiring Christina yeah. Ricci, that's, that is somebody you hire for a cross-eyed pass out. The only top-notch yeah. actors for that one. It's true. So Dr. Harvey uh sees all the ghosts and uh, wait a minute or sees the ghosts i this part's great because she tells her dad and her dad's like ghosts Ugh. yeah right <laughs> he's, like, he's like see there's no ghosts in here despite being yeah the one person on earth that really really believes that everyone in teases has, for believing in ghosts has made his living being a ghost psychologist is like i don't know honey ghosts i don't see one under the bed well he he's like no ghosts under the bed no ghosts under the closet oh shit casper is in the closet lots of screaming and running happens uh and casper's i think just trying to be like no but i'm the friendly ghost that's when the ghostly trio Mm -hmm. returns and oh boy so much they happens. do a lot <laughs> this this is a lot yeah. so dr harvey stuffs his daughter next... in a closet uh which causes one of the evil ghosts to remark what a closet case uh-huh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's making a face to that <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. i yeah. paused and was like i was like is there another meaning for closet case or are they just on. using like a slur for a gay person in a children's movie these ghosts like refer to their ghost penises like pretty directly yeah they really do <laughs> <laughs> or i'll just read to you now a list of shit that the uncles do <laughs> upon their return from ghost racing i think this 10 minute sequence is probably the best 10 minute sequence of the yeah movie. it's kind of fun stuff happens cut out Stuff happens. <laughs> Very exciting. And then the end, the end, I think, is okay. But anyway, uh, go ahead, Daniel. I'll take the end over this, just because I feel like more <laughs> fetishes come out of that. <laughs> All right, so the ghosts uh, show up. They chase everyone around. It is just, a, they uh, put in a, a uh, like, they put down ghost gags on slips of paper and then put them in a jar and then dumped out the entire jar and used them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they sing a song. They sing Shine on Harvest Moon. Is that a Neil Young song? Is that a different Harvest Moon uh, song? It's a different one, I think. Casper says it's a Harvest Moon. You don't need to go inside the house and wreck yeah. shit. Let's eat outside. Uh, but then they're like, no, there's people inside. Let's terrorize them. Uh, they all cram themselves inside Dr. Harvey's mouth. They possess him. And he's like, oh, I don't feel good. And looks in the mirror. And then, mm-hmm. you know what happens when you get possessed? You turn into celebrities. So he looks in the mirror and he turns into Clint Eastwood. 
and says racist some, celebrities. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, three, uh, four for four. If we're counting the crypt keeper, who I know for a fact is very racist. <laughs> So he uh, turns into Clint Eastwood, Rodney Dangerfield, Mel Gibson, and then the Crypt Keeper, and they all say their famous famous lines. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, they all grab swords and want to stab everyone, but Bill Paxton or Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton, which one? Bill Pullman, Bill Pullman, aka Doctor Harvey. Uh, fights them off with a plunger. Freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he vacuums them up in a vacuum and then blows on it like it's a gun. You must have loved this. Uh, it's a they, Luigi's Mansion aficionado. That's where they got Real the idea. Uh, they One of Stinky is blowing his stinky breath on people. He goes in the carpet and like goes down the hallway while train noises play. And then he blows his breath on them again. It happens twice. Can I add something here? Uh, this is just an IMDb trivia that I love because someone added this. The, the There's an IMDb trivia that is based on the scene where he looks in the mirror. The implication is that Clint Eastwood it would be Stretch. Rodney Dangerfield would be Fatso. And Mel Gibson is Stinky, <laughs> if in their human forms. <laughs> Well, what, who's the who's the crypt keeper? <laughs> Just some fourth guy, Casper, I guess. <laughs> Is that in the implication? I, didn't I think just so. thought that was the where the those were the three people wandering around the. Set but I like to day. believe yeah. that uh, Stretch is like twenty years older than the other two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All the ghosts are in the vacuum, and one of the ghosts says. Uh, whose pointy head is poking me and fatso the, the uh, portly ghost goes uh, that's not my head sorry that's my ghost boner because i've been vacuumed <laughs> and that's my thing yeah that's my thing all right so the uncles have been taken care of or something For now. i guess uh, and it's morning time everyone go to bed i guess <laughs> Uh, Casper makes cat breakfast using a uh, one-tenth power Pee-wee Herman breakfast machine. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about how there's not enough kids' movies with uh, Rube Goldberg breakfast morning machines? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got to bring that back. Come on. Yeah, it's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Pee-wee, this. There's got to be oh, more. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's more. Shit, isn't there some at the beginning of Back to the Future? Is that a breakfast one, or is it just a dog food Oh, yeah, food no, one? it's a, uh, I think that's the dog food machine, but we'll count. It's yeah. breakfast for a dog. Yeah. So I'm sure the OK Go video. <laughs> that's right. All your favorite kids' movies. Uh, okay, so uh, they chat and flirt and shit, and Casper's, yeah. like, straining her orange juice through his ghostly hand, which, no thanks. Where do you think he got all those oranges and eggs for their breakfast? They stole them? I don't know. Maybe it's all ghost food. It's like in the... What's that? Ghost ship, where they're eating all the food. Oh, just they're maggots like, mm, and beans. stuff? Yeah. Mm, beans, but it's revealed that it's actually maggots. They've just been ghostly manipulated into thinking that it's beans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Daniel, Cat last night when we watched this was concerned that you might have some trouble with the physics of what a ghost can and can't do in terms of walls mm-hmm. and or oh physical see, this, objects uh this movie checks out because they can just do anything whatever <laughs> anything whatever can... wh- wherever they want in this scene she's like can i hurt you casper and he's like no and he's like 
uh, can you hurt me? No. And again, this is real, like, we're establishing our uh, BDSM roles yeah. here. Uh, but uh, it turns out... <laughs> Not ghosts, if you say the safe word. That's right. It turns out at the end of the movie, ghosts can hurt you. They can punch you through a window that's like 40 feet in the air. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. Or they can just have a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, they're they're flirting and touching and yeah, shit. Dr. Harvey comes uh, to join them at breakfast. And then the ghostly trio show up and it is once again Gag City. They're real mean to Casper. They're like, where's my freaking meal? Again, I hate the word meal. It's one of my top 10 least favorite words on Interesting. Earth. Really? Yeah. This you is got, a thing? Yeah. You got to say uh, breakfast, lunch or dinner. I just despise meal. I feel like the only okay. time anyone says meal is when they're throwing a fit about their food order. <laughs> My meal's too hot. My meal's too cold. I paid $8 for my meal and it wasn't big enough. I need a big meal. <laughs> I need a big meal. I'm a big, a big what meal. A, what if it was a meal deal? No, nah, I don't what like it. a happy meal? Okay. A happy meal's okay because it's an independent branded term. TM. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, don't like the word meal, stinky or stretch, who are basically indistinguishable. Mm-hmm. One of them throws a giant yeah. fit about it. We get to see the ghosts eat. They finally explain. You know, my question up to this point has been like, why do the uncles want Casper to make them dinner? Uh, but they oh, eat yeah. a bunch of CGI food and then shit out a bunch of live action donuts. I remember when I saw this movie as a kid, I vividly mistook the crushed up donuts for just like straight up turds <laughs> well later dr harvey <laughs> like, is sprayed with turds that's it true is just yeah it is so this was a question at the end of this scene so they eat their first they're fed dessert yeah, like, like yeah. you know classic classic kids classic kids they want dessert for breakfast and they scarf it all down and it turns into like it gets masticated in yeah. some way right yeah like, it goes through it their ghost bodies up. and comes out squished uh and then at the very end dr harvey's like let's go do psychiatry and they throw it at him from off screen but at that point it just kind of looks like really unhealthy yeah. shit yeah maybe it's like and a, i'm like just a pudding or is it just like <laughs> it just looks like but it looks, yeah, like, it looks like diarrhea i'm sorry yeah but but but, but katrina was like no i think that's just like mushed up chocolate cake and I'm like, what What did you guys think? Was that poop? Was that supposed to be literal poop? I'm nodding my head. I believe that to be ghost turds. Yeah, I, I'm putting a point in ghost turds because I think the producers are like, we need to put something on screen that we can argue with the MPAA is a food. But we want all the kids to see it and say, that's some ghost turds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, the worst part about the ghost turds, all the crushed up donuts and shit coming through the go- the, the uncle's. Casper just has to sweep it up as it's falling out their bottom. <laughs> and they don't want him to. They want it to just sit on the ground underneath them. Yeah. Did they? Do you think that they enjoy the flavor of the food? Because my understanding, or is this just purely out of like masochistic pleasure to make Casper make them food to shit? I mean, my understanding is that when you're a ghost, you can eat, but it's, you know, you never get any joy yeah. from it or taste the flavors or enjoy it. So it's just got to be a power move. The only thing they can enjoy is by being uh, spreading hate to Casper and whoever resides in their house. And later drinking. <laughs> yeah, getting real drunk. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> I don't think they got drunk, though. I think he got drunk and they just kind of hung yeah. out. Yeah, I think true. they just enjoyed the ritual of it. You Maybe know? that's what the breakfast, like, too. They just. 
Yeah, they're just smoking like a vape cigarette, not yeah. anything with, that would hurt yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. Well, when you're a ghost, every breakfast is plain oatmeal and every beer is an O'Doul. So it's like Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> where Captain Barbosa is like, I want to watch you eat an apple, but they just do that all day, every day. They're like, I want to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. I want to watch a guy get drunk. Exactly. Yo, these ghost movies are out of control, horny guys. <laughs> Eat this apple. Oh. While I watch, we got we got a right to Hollywood about this. One perverted uh, guy who's really into ghosts out there. Or gal. Uh, that's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of gals, Kat is going to school. Yay! She's going to her new school, mm-hmm. and she sees a cute boy Yay. ride by on his bicycle. Oh, but his girlfriend is right behind him, and she's a jerk. Yeah. She is a jerk. I mean, you'll find out later. He's a jerk, too, but she's, like, too enamored by him. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, he doesn't become a jerk until the very end of the movie, though. He's mostly just, like, a, I don't know, whatever guy. Uh, We go to her first class, where she is told to introduce herself, and everyone in the class is so mean. So unbelievably mean. She's like, yeah, my name's Kat. I just moved here. And someone in the crowd is like, <laughs> the classic bit. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we learned that a Halloween dance uh, is getting pushed back a few months. Hilarious. Nice uh, yeah, because uh, the school's getting fumigated or something. I can't remember. Asbestos. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Asbestos. Uh, the, the true horror of the 90s. Asbestos. Mm-hmm mesothelioma <laughs> we learned that all the kids know of whipstaff manor and are very afraid of it and shocked to learn that cat lives there uh but don't worry uh casper totally owns all of these mean kids by tying all of their shoelaces together and they all simultaneously fall over when the bell rings which is a pretty good joke not bad that's pretty good <laughs> that although pretty not good. feeling yeah. great that casper uh, followed her to school yeah yeah also i just want to put it out there that there is one black kid in the class mm-hmm. and when it's his turn to speak he definitely is like yo check it mm-hmm. she lives there and we need a hell of tight dance to get to oh so, yeah uh maybe we should go to whipstaff manor it's not good there's nothing when we get to yeah. the uh the test later uh i was the entire movie i was horrified i was <laughs> sure at some point I was on the edge of my seat. The uncles were going to start rapping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they did not. Thankfully, they did not. They stuck to, you know, whitey R&B music. Yeah, I uh, I was doing the other thing to do in a uh, kid's movie, which is at the Halloween scene. Try and scan all the costumes to be like guy in a sombrero, big headdress. And I was like, I don't see one. Like, yeah. I, 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 oh, possibly, but, you know, not not center stage, not one of the main characters. Yeah, I, I did see a child just full on dressed as a clown. Let me tell you, just being a plain ass clown when you're a youth for Halloween, not going to score you any points. No one's going to like that. <laughs> or as an adult, just generally. Yeah, I'm going to do that next Halloween at work. Just full on clown out. <laughs> Real classic. terrifying. I hate it already. I'm just thinking about it and I hate it. <laughs> not good. All right. Uh. So back at Whipstaff, Dr. Harvey's trying to have a ghost therapy session with the ga- the ghostly trio. I guess not Casper. Casper's fine. <laughs> He's good. He's just totally fine, psychology-wise. <laughs> uh, and they 
somehow bring up like, hey, we know we know your dead wife as a oh, ghost. We that. can bring her here. Yeah, they see a photo of her and they're uh, like, oh, yeah, we know her. Uh, after being like, know hubba hubba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so they're like, yeah, do you want us to go get her? And he's like, yeah. And they... They, this is the meanest thing on earth, but the way they draw it out is kind of funny where Stretch <laughs> is like, go to her. <laughs> He's being very romantic about it. I think it's for it. you. Go. Yeah. And he goes through a door with glowing light through it after being promised that it's his wife. And he goes through and, oh, it's it's Fatso, the big ghost. And he has boobs now and a, a yeah. wig and a bunch of kissing lipstick and he kisses dr harvey <laughs> on the mouth kissing lipstick. he's a I sexy he's the, he's done the lady version of bugs bunny uh but lady yeah. version of fatso and they kiss i in the moment when i watched it i was like yeah this is mean but they're gonna get meaner later because in my mind there's this like end thing that happens which is but they don't i really have actually anything no. to do with that uh the end part so this is probably the most irredeemably mean thing that they do i kind of like it just because this is such a weird the idea of like yeah these are all dead people is so horrible like such a horrifying concept that the idea of like oh they're gonna like they're going to pretend to be his dead wife at least kind of ties that into the what's going on on screen because throughout most of this movie it's like a goofy kids movie but i'm like yeah but that guy's like a dead child right or like that guy's here to find (laughs) evidence that he can talk to his dead wife and the fact that this is not coming up is way weirder than like say Beetlejuice where it's like front and center that oh yeah these two people are dead and it's messed up but it's like kind of fun like Beetlejuice very sinister character but also kind of fun Mm -hmm. and them being very sinister it's like okay well they are villains but like kind of fun villains I would think this gag was hilarious in Beetlejuice but in a kids movie I'm like do kids need to know about jokes like this do we need to expose them to such cruelty? We do. It's the only way for them to toughen up and to give them weird yes, fetishes. Yes, we must harden them. Harden them in the other way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike right. liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's face. We- <laughs> We've already done enough of the first kind, so... <laughs> All right, so uh, Vic pays uh amelia or wait vic visit no not amelia amelia is the name of the cat vic visits cat and was like hey you're having the dance party at your house right did it, did we establish that we're doing the dance party yeah because they're just like she introduced herself yeah. and they're like we're having a party at your house good luck yeah because like, okay, it's halloween and you have a spooky house i mean it makes sense yeah yeah sorry i'm just thinking about the like you gotta ask your dad and your dad's like well we're gonna have 30 kids here i have to ask the landlord and like kerrigan's gonna say yes <laughs> yeah we don't it's live part here. of my ghost psychiatry to throw a child party here we don't own it's in the contract i would be more concerned uh, about the three sinister and violent ghosts that haunt the place but eh. they, yeah. i guess we'll all the kids are up by halloween so maybe it's just like fuck them yeah everybody come over well and she asks she asks her dad oh we're not there yet we got to get through vic first yeah uh vic shows up he's like uh hey cat you seem cool like do you want to hang out at the party do you want to hang out together at the party and she's like oh my god yes please you're so hot 
uh, and Casper pouts and throws a big fit. But as Vic leaves, turns out it's all a setup. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend wants to embarrass Cat and sent Vic in there so that I guess they could make fun of her by yeah, ditching that, her the night of. <laughs> the most embarrassing thing of all, uh, asking her out. It turns out they have a stupider plan that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'll get to that. Uh, oh, Casper is hanging out in Cat's room and they talk about what it's like to be a ghost or something. And at this point, Casper is like, uh, I can do this. And he turns into Superman. Mm-hmm. Right. OK, bear with me here. He turns yeah. into Superman with a big C on his chest and then says a famous Superman line. Come with me if you want to live. From Terminator. Uh, yes, from Terminator. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, drags her out of the house by her ankle. <laughs> She's like, Casper, don't drag me. Uh, and then flies her to a lighthouse. And by the time she makes it to the lighthouse, she's like, I freaking love this. This is, this so is great. Yeah. I think it's been a while since uh, we've checked in on Kerrigan, who I think has had a bunch of scenes somewhere in here. They're still they're looking for treasure in the house, but they can't get there till something happens they need the uncles removed or whatever there is a big like a huge stretch of this movie without kerrigan or dibs in it it's just like oh fuck i forgot about them entirely the people who own the house Uh, yeah correct the people who are introduced first and we spend probably 15 whole minutes with before the movie really establishing who they are what their stake what they're looking for what the trouble is that's stopping them from getting it and then they just peace out for a while but and like, their weird, like, psychosexual relationship. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I mean, the reason you've come to see Casper the Friendly Ghost is to learn what it would be like to have a ghost slash boyfriend <laughs> that was friendly. <laughs> and that's what but we're also, doing. I don't give a crap also, about deeds. Also, also, like, there's nothing about Casper, the source material, that is like, hey, let's make this a teen romance. <laughs> But yeah. somehow that's it's what they did. It's because he's so hot, yeah. like, Michael. The f- You're like, you can't have it without a romance. <laughs> that body. They, they, yeah, they made the they made the first render of Casper, and they're like, someone's got to make out with this ghost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they have a romantic moment at the lighthouse, and then they return to the, the Whipstaff Manor to continue having a romantic moment on Casper slash Cat's shared bed, <laughs> where. <laughs> Uh, they keep talking about ghost shit and how Casper doesn't remember anything, mm-hmm. I think. And then, yeah, uh, Kat falls asleep and Casper whispers to her, can I keep you? And then kisses her uh, on the cheek and then curls up on the foot of her bed, which is something that I do with my wife. Every <laughs> can I keep you? <laughs> can I keep you? <laughs> uh, how do how? How do we feel about that line? It's bad. It is really bad. Now it's bad. If it was bad then, it was bad then. I mean, I I think I understand the intention of this trying to be cute. Yeah. Like childhood yeah. romance, because kids like find animals and they're like, can I keep it? But I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's part of why it's so gross is like the sort of like you would a pet, which is not how you want to yeah. view that relationship. It's it's filled with that whole uh, Twilight Fifty Shades of Grey energy, yeah. but uh, for for eight year olds, for well, ten year olds, it's a real chicken or the egg thing because maybe we're right and that's where all this 
Twilight Fifty Shades of Grey shit came from. Just like these type of relationships being projected onto children and then all these children come of age, become sexual beings and then echo them. But in, you know, Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey. Think about it. Put, Casper's I, put on the sheet. That's all I've been thinking about since I finished this movie. <laughs> yeah. Put on the sheet with two holes poked out in the eyes. <laughs> Three holes. <laughs> uh, all right. No, no. Let's sit. Let's uh, let's savor that one for like ten more seconds. <laughs> okay. Yes. A sheet with three holes. <laughs> oh, Dusty loves it. Dusty, you want up? You want to say hi? Come on up. Oh, let's see. Let's see it, Dusty. Oh, we got a kitty cat, listeners. Yeah, very Dusty's cute. Dusty's in. She's probably gonna start talking, but we'll see. Perfect. Get him in the microphone. <laughs> Just uh, very powerful. <laughs> Capture that cat. All right. So, a uh, cat goes up to the attic and finds a box and looks inside. And goes, "Oh, this is great." Uh, the ghostly oh, trio. Oh, you skipped a scene. Oh, what we you skip? skipped a scene. Uh, breakfast the next morning oh, after yeah. Casper. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, they, uh, she, she approaches her dad at breakfast, <laughs> Dr. Harvey, and is just basically like, can we go to the store and get a cool costume? I want to be sexy at this Halloween mm-hmm. party. And mm-hmm. he's like, ain't got no money. Sorry. Uh, and she takes it like a champ and she's like, well, I'll find a costume somewhere around here. Well, sh- ha- Halloween costume is soon unspecified date. Maybe tonight. She explains that their mom <laughs> we'll find used to. Out. That her mom used to make the costume. And their yeah. mom is her yeah. mom is dead. He says, We could roll you up in tinfoil and you could go as a leftover. Oh. And she's and, like, That's not sexy. And then uh at the end of this conversation, old Dr. Harvey does a little check in to make sure his daughter's virginity is intact. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that's so bad. Weird thing to throw in this movie. Uh, and she confirms it. Yeah. How is that phrased? Yeah. She's like, this isn't my first rodeo. And he's like, it's not your first rodeo. He says, it's like, maybe it's time we have a talk. And she's like, I think you're a little late for that talk. Oh, and yeah. He goes, oh. And then she says, not that late. Yeah. It's- <laughs> Don't worry, dad. Well, that is a line. Those are a series of lines that could just be snipped right out of the script. Wouldn't lose anything there. <laughs> But also, it's good they have a, a healthy communication, you know, as, as a parent Is it child. healthy? It doesn't Look. seem like it. <laughs> I don't know. It seems I like they know. maybe missed the boat on the healthy part. Yeah. Well, maybe mom had the conversation with her and dad just wasn't informed because he was too busy with his pre-ghost psychology. Yeah, I don't know. He's just always working. He doesn't have time for costumes. I mean, he just seems like kind of yeah, a dumb guy time. generally. Yeah. No, it's classic uh, 90s, you know. Yeah. Dad doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. All right. The next scene. Uh, oh, can't find something. Next scene. Uh, the dad is in kind of an unexplained stupor slash funk. Yeah. Uh, why is he so sad? I guess because his ghost psychiatry isn't going anywhere. And the ghostly trio is like, I know what we need to do for this guy to help him out. Let's go get him drunk. Yeah. I didn't think I, so. I didn't read it as he was sad. I read it as he was like doing some sort of psychological trick where if they weren't going to talk, well, he was just going to pack his things and make them feel oh, bad. Oh, yeah. And it backfired on him because they just kidnap him and take him drinking. I mean, they do really like <laughs> him after they go drinking. Yeah. They do. Maybe too much. Uh, Back, back in the attic, Cat uh, 
has gone through all the boxes up there and cleaned it up. And what's in the boxes is all of Casper's toys. And she's also Casper was fucking spoiled because there's a lot of extremely elaborate toy. It's all Ferris wheels and toy trains and stuff. If his dad makes elaborate breakfast contraptions, just think about what kind of toys he can make. That's true. Uh, He has a train named Hootie. Hootie the train. Known for Uh, his bloodfish later. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Casper has his memory jogged by all his own toy, old toys. (laughs) And one of the toys is a sled that they find, which they have to go to a different room to uncover for whatever reason. And he remembers... That he died from sledding too much. A horrifying, uh, horrifying scene. I got so, I got so cold and so sick, and Papa was sad. Yeah, it's like he got me a sled. My dad got me a sled, and I loved it, and I sledded. And he said, "Casper, come in," but I said no, and I kept sledding and sledding and sledding. And then it got dark, and I kept sledding and sledding, and I got so cold, and I didn't feel well, and then I died. And that's how Casper died. He cries a ghost tear. Yeah. Uh, and then we see a bunch of newspapers that they come across being like, local scientist goes mad due to death of son. Yeah. Uh, local he's... scientist swears son is ghost. Right. And then he gets locked up in an insane asylum, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Assuming, yeah. assuming that he uh, dies there. And Casper stayed on this earth to keep his dad company. That's his unfinished business. Well, you did a good yeah. job, Casper, but he's probably dead now. <laughs> you blew it uh but casper remembers about the secret chair that takes you to the secret lab yeah oh daniel you missed a key point oh what i missed it is at some point in the toy unlocking and sled scene that casper finds a costume for cat it is his mother's old wedding dress. Oh, yeah, and that's she right. she wears it for the rest of the movie. What a fun... Co- I guess, you know what? That is a scary Halloween costume. Some ghost dead mom's wedding dress. Yeah. I think that the newspaper clippings also mention the Lazarus device as well. I think they go on the chair the, yeah. to go check out the Lazarus machine. Yeah, something about locals. Local scientist believes he can bring the dead back from the dead. Yeah, that's right. That's in a device called the Lazarus machine. Casper's like, let's do it. Uh, bring me back from the dead hundreds of years after my death. Yeah, p- please. So I can kiss. <laughs> I I want a whole life. I want to be a human and everything. I want to deal with all of it just because I'm so horny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he sits cat in the chair and the chair like goes through, it goes down into the floor and through a scary chamber with strobe lights and uh, uh, Halloween laughing sound effects, yeah. you know, <laughs> shit like that. Yep. Uh, but then, uh, this, this movie one ups the old breakfast machine. We have the up and Adam machine, which mm-hmm. uh, it showers you, it shaves you, it sp- sprays cream on your face. <laughs> And it comes at you you with razors. Yeah, it comes at you with razors. An image that I remember from my childhood being much scarier than it actually looks in real life. I remembered like a whole lot of blades coming right at your face. This is just two little blades going. I mean, it's not good. They don't even come close together. I mean, it would only shower your Uh, face, though. That's right. Yeah. Well, my face is the dirtiest part Mm -hmm. of my body. (laughs) 
And also, it puts a bow tie on him at the end. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it doesn't dress him any other way. So, if it showers him at the beginning... <laughs> And puts him, does that just mean he pops out completely nude except a little bow tie? Yeah, yeah he's wor- he can still work from home in his secret lab where he can wear whatever he wants, and that just happens to be only a bow tie. He's a Chippendales dancer. Uh, all right, so Kerrigan, I think follow... Kerrigan and Dibs, I think follow them down there. Yeah, because the uncles have right left the to city. go drinking. And it's like, oh, the ghosts yeah. are gone. Let's go look for the treasure. And then they're just like, oh, and she's in a weird contraption. Let's follow her. Yeah. And oh, they go through the scary barbershop chair, except Dibs gets totally owned by the machine. Yeah. Uh, whereas Christina Ricci just got lightly sprayed by it. True. Uh, and yeah, the the lab is just full of a bunch of stiff stuff. Casper and uh, Kat are poking around at it for a while, but eventually she opens a copy of the book Frankenstein, which has a secret button mm-hmm. in it. And the, the Lazarus machine rises out of a bunch of water. And then Casper says, this this bottle of red juice is what powers the Lazarus machine. What do you say? It's like primordial ooze in a bottle or something. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so you got to put a ghost in that chamber. You got to put the bottle into the chamber also you plug it in and then a human comes out that's how it works that's how babies are uh, born they're not really sure how to work it and kerrigan and dibs are down there and they see a treasure vault in the corner and they're like jackpot hell yeah but then they also see the lazarus machine and come come up with the best scheme oh, yeah ever conceived of in any well, way casper floats <laughs> like, right through the 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 vault so they're like aha yeah. all the details to our plan are there also just real quick though sorry Danny I'll explain their plan and then I'll explain what I think is the hole in their plan their plan is to kill themselves become ghosts so that they can float through the walls of I guess buildings and safes and vaults steal whatever's inside take take whatever treasure is in there back outside and then come back to life as humans again with treasure they may enjoy their riches (laughs) that's the way to get rich yeah that's right Uh, so my question is is do we think that there's any sort of money in reverse engineering some sort of liquid that brings people back from the dead can't think of any or even just using the machine one time selling the value of that yeah Yeah. no one wants to come back to life unless they have stolen treasure between the time they died and now (laughs) well let me me think this through so casper's (laughs) father is the one who tells him the rhyme about buccaneers and gold right mm-hmm. so that's how they know because the they because he has the time to play pirates yeah also we presume casper's father is the one who owns whipstaff manor so kerrigan is like casper's cousin like mm-hmm. the, she inherits it yeah. when her or great when casper's dad died so casper's dad's been in that mental hospital for a really long time <laughs> And only dies just before the beginning of this movie. Oh, was he the one that died? He would have to be because he leaves wonder, the poem. Because they say his name. Like, yeah. he's the one who's treasure. Well, the is. poem's written on the deed. Yeah, so the, the deed. Oh, shit. <laughs> right? Maybe Casper had a brother. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or a distant so I just relative. Did- so I'd always just assume that like Casper's like, my dad always had time to play pirates yeah. and he's a weird like dude. So he just wrote random lemon juice uh, secret messages on any given piece of paper. Who gives a shit? 
Yeah, like and that deed just got passed down with a lemon juice note written on it about their their play play pretend games. Yes, but then the treasure's uh, in the vault. And this was like three <laughs> related to the. But the treasure was always their play pretend treasure treasure, right? Because they always play pirates. Yeah, but we never get the implication that like. And so the treasure was. There's other kids. Or, like, Casper has yeah. a son, or he's got brothers who have kids who have Kerrigan. There's really sure. just the two of them, and Kerrigan is inheriting it from whoever that was. Yeah, like, did it go up for auction in, like, the 60s, and some random person bought it, and that deed that happened to have a weird poem that meant actually nothing went Does that it? mean that Casper's dad's three brothers are fat, so stretch, and stinky? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> But they could be, be people that just, like, were killed by Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> it just died in the house. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Well, okay, hold on. <clears throat> in Friendship... I'm pulling up Wikipedia uh -huh. here. In Friendship, Maine, following the death of her father, neurotic, spoiled heiress Kerrigan Crittenden uh, discovers she has only been le left Whipstaff Manor. Okay. Uh, but... We know Casper's dad's name is J.T. McFadden, yeah, not Crittenden. And so there must be some sort of familial era situation okay. where, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's not, or she, she could still be Casper's cousin. Who knows? All right, so we don't know. Maybe, maybe Fatso was a Crittenden. <laughs> Let's assume yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So where were we? All right, so we discover the Lazarus machine and... Uh, uh casper is like "Ooh, why don't you bring me back to life so you can be my boyfriend and cat is like well i can't figure out how to make this thing work i can't even work my easy bake <laughs> oven what the fuck movie we talked about yeah. this earlier but very yeah, naughty did it Shape mm -hmm. uh just just pick one for your character this movie really feels like like you said mike just several scripts with several uh several producers wreaking all sorts of havoc about what they wanted to mash movie. together like, you got to put dan Aykroyd in this movie i owe him one god damn it put him in there <laughs> uh so they they press the button to bring casper back they put him in the chamber but i think uh, i was taking notes probably at the time but kerrigan steals or dibs steals the juice dibs. out of the machine and so it doesn't work it just turns casper into an egg mm -hmm. correct okay very very scary and weird by the yeah. way the egg is terrifying. It's the grossest part of the movie. Like He's like a hard-boiled egg. He's all goopy. Yeah, not cool. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Oh, Kerrigan is like, sweet, we got the juice. Now, what we need to do to get our plan uh, going is to kill one of us, and I vote you, Dibs. And they go outside. She tries to run over Dibs with her car, but misses and hits a tree which is dangling over a cliff and then she gets out of the car and falls off the cliff and then dies yep uh and then oh becomes a big scary ghost well, we find that out later she becomes a ghost we see her no it's it's in that scene because uh dibs is like are you dead too bad you're dead you bitch and then yeah. as he's walking away we see her big shadow be like bah, ah, ah, or whatever mm -hmm. she says uh, we cut back to the bar where the ghostly oh, trio yeah. is getting uh, drunk with uh, the good doctor 
uh, and they He's, realize they're doing how much karaoke. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing karaoke. There's one other dude in the bar that's passed out to his drink, which is very disturbing. <laughs> Three ghosts, uh, the drunk doctor, and just some random dude, and they are trashing the bar and realizing how much they like Dr. Harvey yeah. uh, after he gives them a bunch of kisses on the mouth. Sure, <laughs> what they're missing in their <laughs> lives. I'm going to say this guy, not a great therapist to the living or the dead. You can't kiss all of your clients. Maybe if you're not a good therapist for the living, that's when you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a ghost therapist. <laughs> I kiss too many living clients and now <laughs> now I can only deal with ghosts. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, hey, we're going on a bar crawl. Everyone follow me. And then well, I think uh, the uncles are going to all get their shotguns and knives and stuff. They're going to murder him. Oh, yeah. They're like, we should murder him because we like him so much. And that way we can hang out with him forever. Yeah, they just don't get the chance. And then he kisses them and they're like, oh, well, he's such a sweetie. We can't kill him. But then he steps into a manhole or whatever and dies anyways. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. They decide last minute that they just can't kill him because of whatever moral quandary occurs. Mm-hmm. Is it just that he has a daughter? Is that it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're not very nice. There's some reason at the very end they're like, okay, we won't. But then he, I mean, like, it's like they're doing work, like road work directly in the entryway of this bar. It's not even like in the street. It is someone has taken the front mat of this bar and just drilled a hole 30 feet deep. And And also right in it. The way that his death is handled, the death of the main character's father, (laughs) making her an orphan, basically. Yeah. uh, He falls in a hole and a slide whistle sound effect. plays. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. There's one more terrifying scene later before they resolve this. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. So uh, let's see. Uh, Yeah, he dies back at Whipstaff Manor. There's a big fight over the Lazarus machine juice. What dibs comes back down there and the juice is flying all over the place and it almost falls and gets smashed. And meanwhile, all the kids are showing up for the dance because I guess tonight's Halloween. Yeah. And she's Uh, like, "Okay, come in, have this party, I guess. (laughs) I'm I'm juggling a lot right now, but that's fine. (laughs) I got stuff going down in the basement. Uh, And then uh, Kerrigan shows up and announces the bitch is back and then punches dibs. Uh, through the window <laughs> well first he he and has guess, this moment where he's like well i'm not gonna bring you back now that we have the treasure oh, I yeah. Don't, yeah. I, you're you're dead and i don't care yeah uh he calls her a bitch she calls herself a bitch 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 a lot, bitch. Of, a lot of bitch <laughs> all around. Bitches. i feel like you can get one bitch in a movie <laughs> really diluting your bitches yeah uh, so he gets punched and flies out the window and we never see him again. I guess he died. But he's, uh, he didn't have any sh- unfinished business, so it's fine. No, yeah. he didn't. Uh, she gets the treasure out of the secret vault and it turns out it's a signed baseball and Car- er, and Casper loved baseball. Yeah, I guess. Uh, oh, but before it's revealed, Kerrigan's like, I got the treasure, I got the juice. And they're like, all right, Kerrigan, well, you're a ghost. A very sexy ghost, according to YouTube, by the way. Oh, yeah. I pulled, a, I pulled oh. up a YouTube clip of this thing. Uh, there's a lot of comments about how hot Ghost Kerrigan <laughs> is. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One guy there's says... for everyone in this movie. That's right. Uh, Kerrigan is both scary and hot at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Punch me through a window. Yeah. Oh, someone says, hey, it's Nancy Pelosi. Nice. Awesome. Boom, roasted. Thumbs up that one. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, there's a whole lot of comments. Yeah, Ghost so, Kerrigan can use me as a pillow whenever she wants. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Bring out your ghost juice on my face, Kerrigan. <laughs> uh, all right, so Kerrigan... Uh, oh, yeah, Cat uh, and Casper are like, Kerrigan, you're a ghost. Why are you still a ghost? You must have unfinished business. And she's like, I don't have unfinished business. I got my treasure. I got my life juice. I got everything I could possibly want. I don't have any unfinished business. And then she goes to heaven. She gets shot <laughs> with lightning bombs. Um, uh, because I guess when you're a ghost, you can't have unfinished business, or I guess you can't announce that you have unfinished business. No, you're joining the, the kingdom of God. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to Angel Town, baby. Uh, and then Casper's like, "Oh, okay." Then this the truly horrifying yeah, this part is where of this it gets real happens. dark. Yeah. Jacob, take it away. So they're like, okay, well, we got, we've got the juice and the treasure. We'll just turn Casper into a real boy. Uh, when who would arrive but Kat's uh, now dead father as a ghost who's like, hey, I'm here with the uncles and we're partying. I don't remember who you are, though. What's up? How's it going? Yeah. Let's, let's hang out. <laughs> and she's like, don't you remember who I am? Don't you remember our pinky promise? And then he pulls her finger and makes a farting noise. You know, like your uncle, <laughs> like your uncle just might. Yeah. He's truly a ghost uncle. That's right. At this point. Yeah, he's become full circle. Yeah. Uh, and then he eventually remembers and there's this very weird computer animated ghost acting scene of like, oh, cat. Oh, I'm so sorry that I became I got drunk and became a ghost <laughs> should stop dying <laughs> all the time. And then <laughs> Casper agrees that we can bring the dad back instead of him back to, in spite of his hoardiness. Yeah. And they bring the dad back. All fine. All's well. Uh, no problem. Conflict yeah. averted. Uh, and now it's time for a dance party, baby. Uh, let's see. Vic and the evil girlfriend have been dressing up as a sort of ghost, extra tall ghost person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they do the like two, th three kids under a trench coat. But in now they've somehow made a like, what, 10 foot tall wedding dress. And <laughs> yeah. she's sitting on his shoulders. I guess yeah. to ruin the party uh, somehow. Yeah, to spook everyone to be like, this place was haunted, and isn't Cat a weirdo? I guess is the plan. Not a good yeah. plan. Everyone clearly wants it to be haunted. Yeah, they all want it to be haunted. We've established that. Uh, it, so these two, they're dressing up as a ghost, and they're like, "Wow, looks really scary." And then the ghostly trio goes, "Thank you," and reveals himself and spooks them, uh, and then they run out into the dance floor a screaming and they fall down and embarrass themselves yeah. and then everyone at the dance party turns to cat who is now there and <laughs> applauds yay you did good job it. cat yeah they're like <laughs> somehow you set up this uh this this great <laughs> mid mid dance theater for right. us uh we cut to we check in on casper who's up in his attic uh he's letting hootie the train drive through his mouth <laughs> Which is what every boy wishes they could do. One more fetish. They're flesh and blood. <laughs> uh, when who should appear but a beautiful angel. Uh, it's Kat's mom being like, hey, Casper, I can, since you're such a good boy, I can grant you a wish until 10 p.m. Uh, and he wishes to be a real boy. Yeah. So uh, I can smooch your daughter. And, yeah. So Casper is turned into <laughs> a 13-year-old freaking hunk. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so we're this is the best part of the movie is the last like twelve minutes. But uh, so she says in this moment, you know, well, Cinderella wasn't twelve years old, letting us know that Casper is supposed to be twelve at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, this entire movie, he acts like he's eight. Oh yeah, at, at the at the oldest. But then the actor they hire, Devin Sawa, is like seventeen. <laughs> Yeah. He's like 16. Split the difference, I guess. Like, I looked it up. He is 16 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just very confused as to what the fuck is going on with this movie. Couldn't decide. Uh, well, he marches his ass onto the dance floor and lays a big old smooch on Cat, and everyone is like, how amazing. And they float in the air. It's very beautiful and awesome for everyone. It rocks. <laughs> uh, the ghost mom uh, swings by and says hi to her, her husband. Uh, gives them advice. Include is like French fries are not breakfast. Some other advice, and the last one is don't make cat wear a t-shirt under her bathing yeah, suit. What is going on? Is it supposed to be over her bathing suit? I I would think yeah. so, but th- they say under. They do makes no sense. Also, does the mom interact with her daughter in any way? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> not serious. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Look, the two people I need to visit are this little pervert <laughs> ghost and my husband. Yeah. My psycho husband. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah, but then uh, Casper's smooching on Cat, and then the clock strikes ten, and then Casper turns into a ghost while everyone's looking at him, and he goes, uh, uh boo, I guess, and everyone screams and runs out of Too there. Scary. And then the uncles sing a song as Casper flies into the camera because it's uh, end of movie title credits time. Uh-huh. Well, they don't just sing a song. They sing the song. Casper, the friendly ghost. The oh, friendly yeah. Ghost, I know. But in a hard rock mm-hmm. way. Yeah, a cool 90s punk rock version <laughs> of Casper. I think it was even I think it was even like a 90s version of a 60s and 70s like rock version of mm. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah. Uh, nice. And that's Casper. We did it. It's me clapping. Clap, clap, clap. I loved it and also hated it. Yeah. I mean, all at the same time. I kind of like this movie on some level in that I like kids movies that are a little scary. Yeah. Uh, and maybe I'm just used to ever, all the children wanting to smooch in childhood movies because I feel like that was all the childhood movies that we watched when we were kids. Everyone smooching. See, I don't think so. All, all my like, I was I've I've been like, so Katrina never seen it before and was like, "This is bad," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is." I can't argue with that. Uh, but I had to be like, you know ask people like this was a thing right we all watched this movie and we're like you know this is this is romance so i went to the facebook got a big response uh but i also got some people being like hocus pocus is better and i'm like but hocus pocus is an adventure movie and this is like some sort of weird romance like this feels like i don't know this feels more like uh, some sort of rom-com than like the goonies did yeah, there's a lot more romance. I pasted this in the in the chat. It's Little Richard performs the cast. Oh, yes. oh the punk you. rock nineties version. <laughs> I had to yeah. I had to clarify. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to know the one the weirdest IMDb trivia or the thing that explains a lot about this? Is this a movie yeah, was yeah, originally yeah. being directed and written by uh, Alex Proyas, 
who did Dark City and iRobot, and it's described it as a much less comedic, much more emotional story. Uh, and then he got canned, oh. and they brought in different writers and a different director, but kept some of the some of the elements that now don't make a lot of sense. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> like, we'll just keep all the parental death. Yeah. <laughs> God, his version would have been so intense. Yeah, I don't think it would have yeah. been better, but it would have been worse. <laughs> Before we move on, I'd like to read everyone a few YouTube comments. Please. Oh, <laughs> so, I love it. Uh, I, you know, just out of curiosity, while we were thinking about doing this movie, I was like, I haven't watched any of this movie in forever. I'm going to watch a YouTube clip or two. And I stumbled across the scene where Kerrigan gets sent back to heaven or whatever, because she's got no unfinished business. And there are 610 comments on here. <laughs> and a lot of them are from some guy who by the name of Brandon, who I guess Rocks. just loves this movie and hates Kerrigan. So <clears throat> I will now be reading you a few highlights from Brandon, the YouTube commenter. Mm -hmm. All right. Not so fast, Kerrigan. Aren't you forgetting something? You want to be a ghost to have unfinished business? You got it. And everything that goes with it. Phenomenal superpowers. Itty bitty living space. <laughs> And then there's lots of comments on this. Some guy. Uh, oh, wait, here we go. He also says, in the words of Degeneration X, if Terry's not <laughs> down with that, then we got two words for her. Uh, some guy comes in to say those two words, which are suck it. <laughs> oh, Brandon's back <laughs> saying, if you want to see this greedy, blonde haired, selfish bitch go to hell, give me a hell yeah. Someone says, hell yeah. He says, if you want to see this greedy, blonde bitch remain in hell, give me another hell yeah. Someone says, hell yeah. He says, if you want to see Stone Cold, Casper, and the Harveys take care of Whipstaff Manor, keep any evil intruders from invading here, and deliver a big can of whoop ass on them, give me one more hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And he uh, says, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and th this goes on for uh, literal hundreds of comments where people start being like, why are you commenting on this so much? Uh, oh, Kerrigan, I got three words for you. You got ghost busted. Uh, the reply to this one, dude, you need, dude, do you need to comment so much? Dun dozens, if not hundreds of comments on these videos are yours. <laughs> so everyone go give brandon's a big give brandon a, a big old thumbs up on youtube i uh so i did a search for on google for uh casper kerrigan and the first page is mostly on on google i'm sorry the first page of results is mostly uh like imdb pages and stuff it does link that a giant youtube channel of just all the clips of her in the movie um but the second page did link me to my new favorite website, Evil Babes Unfiltered, which is just a giant wiki of evil, sexy ghosts from movies and evil, sexy aliens. <laughs> uh, it also clarifies everything that happens to her in the movie primarily, uh, but dis does describe her as a very curvy, ghostly figure with a large bust. <laughs> <laughs> all right now we're talking wow this has a lot of content written about her yeah uh <laughs> i went and clicked on the all pages and there's i would say thousands of the the just the letter a page is like a hundred results <laughs> it's not good it's not good sorry folks don't don't click on any of this 
Oh, Ooh. Allison Hunt. Castle, Psych, Monk. What evil babes out I there? Found our, I found our uh, episode art. I'll paste it into the chat here. There we go. <laughs> Oh Someone God. made a very Whoa. sexy version of Kerrigan and what looks like Poser. I would not describe her as a ghost queen. <laughs> she's, also, she's... I don't remember her ever wearing a bikini. <laughs> That's right. Maybe it's a deleted episode. Ooh. So I just searched for Kerrigan Casper sexy, <laughs> and all I'm getting is a bunch of deviant art pages. <laughs> well, I didn't search for sexy. I was just looking for any any type. Oh, wow. Well, I forgot. I forgot what the website you were talking about was called. <laughs> Jeez, I'm scared about this evil babes web page. Oh, yeah. Evil babes. Evil babes. Oh, I'm closing this. I can't look anymore. Too, too horrifying. Well, all right. I remember one thing we do from this I show, found some... <laughs> which it's been too long, but I remember the tests, which will be easy to do. For this movie. Yeah. Uh, let's do the Bechdel Wallace test. Are there two named female characters in this movie? Yes. I can, name, I can think of four. There's a lot of female characters. Okay. We got Kerrigan. Kerrigan. We got Mommy. Cat. We got Cat. We have Amber? Uh, you know Those are questions. Amber. What's the name of evil is, girlfriend? Is it Amber? Amber. Okay. I think it's Amber. Yeah. And uh, the mom's Amelia. Oh, they all start with A's. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, do two of them ever talk to each other? Yes. No. Do Amber and Cat share a line? Kerrigan and Cat talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kerrigan yeah. and Cat, because they got a. They talk to yeah. each other about something other than a man? I don't think so. A mansion. <laughs> a man's I think they talk about man. Unfin- <laughs> I think she asks, Do you have. What's your unfinished business? And she says, I don't have any. Yeah. I think that's the closest we get to them not talking about a man. Ain't no other Yeah. Man. It's. It's. There's a lot of female characters compared to most movies we watch, but they don't really interact. And most of them don't, or most of them are dead. Does that count? I don't know. But yeah, even even Amber, the bully, and Kat, I don't think ever have a conversation together. I think Amber no. just says she sucks, basically, to her face, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, listeners determine whether you consider that passing the test or not. Uh, are there two people of color characters in this movie with names i don't think so no like there's the teacher there's one little black boy in the class oh the teacher, yeah the yeah. teacher i don't think they ever talk to each other no. oh something cute that uh cat my which cat, cat? not the movie <laughs> yeah. cat cat uh, uh cat the woman i married to cat uh pointed out at the halloween party uh they're in the town of friendship maine and the teacher shows up dressed as a lobster because it's maine very cute very good that is cute. i do like that, that is good. the character not your wife that that's great <laughs> <laughs> uh and then are there any lgbtq characters not in any way that we can tell casper's yeah. not i mean gay. unless unless fatso really knows something about cat <laughs> yeah uh no it's i mean this is a it's a kids movie and in the the terrible way of kids movies it's not going to have anything it's not going to even try to have characters who are not straight white people at least up until 2010 uh, yeah but uh yeah those are the tests yeah. i sort of remember how we did this before a year ago nice now we have to fix this movie yeah yeah we gotta fix it I- 
See, and this is my big issue because I think the only decent part of this movie is probably the last 20 minutes. It's the most mm. fun. I think everything leading up to it. Like if, like if you could fix the first act. Yeah. You need to I make an ending that does fix the first act. Time travel. Oh. Daniel's got it. There you go. That's right. <laughs> is Daniel going to fix this one since he uh, recapped it? Is that what I I'm fixed hearing? the last one. One of you guys has to fix Casper. I'll fix Casper. Give me give me five minutes. I'll think. Of, hold on. Okay, Kerrigan kills herself. She's or accidentally kills herself. She's ready to go get the treasure with the help of dips. They sneak mm-hmm. into the place. Meanwhile, the three uncles are taking uh, pops out for drinking. And they're like, man, this guy rocks. We should we should ghostify him. But as we've established earlier, ghosts can't hurt people. Uh, so that's not going to happen. But. Dad walks out of the bar and into a manhole cover. Still love that part. Let's keep that going. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Party arrives. Cat doesn't know where anyone is. Uh, She goes and looks for her dad down by the Lazarus machine and runs into there's uh, Kerrigan and Dibs doing their their treasure plan. Um, Same exact thing because this ending is pretty great already. Dad shows up. He's like, I'm a ghost now. I don't remember you. But they have their little conversation. It's like, okay, well, uh, he remember that. Remember me? Remember this pinky square? And the, the doc is like, yeah, I do remember you. Oh, my God, we need to bring you back. Uh, but in my version, Kerrigan doesn't have unfinished. does not have finished her business. They took care of her too easily. Mm-hmm. So now... We've got the dad, we've got Casper, we got the uncles, we got Kerrigan, and they all begin battling over which one of them will get to be brought back. Because the uncles want to come back, I assume. They don't like yeah, being ghosts. Yeah, they had great lives. They have unfinished yeah. business. So they're battling, yeah. and uh, they're battle- their ghost powers uh, are getting out of control. It starts destroying the mansion, and all the kids inside are, are terrified. But Kerrigan won't let them out. She holds the, all the kids hostage in order to uh, convince Kat to give her give up the Lazarus juice. Um, so now it's it's uh, like a negotiation between the good guys and Kerrigan. They want to get these kids out. They want to bring dad back to life. Cat uh, distract Cat and uh, the uncles distract Kerrigan to like give the kids a chance to escape. Um, so that. Uh, and in the scuffle, there's a there's a big fight. And in the scuffle, the, the Lazarus juice is smashed. And now oh, every, no. all the ghosts are trapped as ghosts. And Kerrigan, in her rage, collapses the house, crushing all the children and the school children. And everybody, oh, no, <laughs> all of them are crushed to death. The only survivor uh, is or, all of them are crushed and become ghosts. Uh but because of uh, Casper's good deeds, he does get to become a real boy. Her mom comes back down and is like, well, you did your best. You get to be a real boy. And then we end and Casper's the only real living character and everyone else are ghosts. And he's like, not lonely anymore. I've got all these friends who live with me. And uh, the treasure, which turns out to be full of gold bars, I'm going to use to rebuild the mansion and live in this big house with all my friends, all these dead children, and my uncles, and oh. Kerrigan, and Dibs. Casper's home for friendly ghosts. <laughs> That's right. 
Ah, <laughs> does he does he still have like a romantic relationship with Ghost Cat at the end of yours? Like a post credit teaser where he marries Ghost Cat? Uh, he thinks about it, but now that he's got Ghost Amber also on the line, he's like he's got options and he's gonna oh, play the field sure, for a little sure. bit. Mm-hmm. Also, at some point, he might continue to age, and they will continue to be fourteen-year-olds. Yeah. So that might be an issue. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I I assume that you, when you're a ghost, you stay a ghost. Um, and now they all have unfinished business, which is to get revenge on all the various people who killed them. Mostly Kerrigan, I guess. Maybe she goes to hell at the end. But she's but she's dead yeah. too. So they can never get their revenge. So we're stuck in this infinite loop. Yeah. Um, and then let's say we have the credits. After the credits, who comes in but Russell Crowe? He's inviting oh. Casper and his ghost friends into the dark universe uh, oh. for future episodes. <laughs> it's the Casper Initiative. And yes. <laughs> oh, yes. you know who it is? It's Russell Crowe and Frankenstein show up because we already have that established earlier. Mm-hmm. It just takes place in the dark universe. The end. I don't know if it's a better ending, but I feel like, you know, you make good on Casper being lonely. You get a little reversal yeah. of fortune. Cat's happy. She gets to be anything. We've established anything that, that the Ghostbusters can join the Dark Universe squad. Yeah. Yeah, we get Exorcist. We get Casper. We get Ghostbusters. We get Terminator. Well, I guess the movie you the, Terminator. You get the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Crypt Keeper and Clint Eastwood, Mel Gibson, and... Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yes, right. <laughs> yes, Rodney Dangerfield. The racket raccoon well, and, of the dark universe. <laughs> well, and Tom Cruise is the mummy. I mean, we all mm-hmm. we got it good. Yeah. And the Swamp Thing miniseries or whatever that got canceled. Well, and that one Dracula movie that was gonna be in the dark universe, but then wasn't. Oh yeah. Yeah. Batfist. Which I think has Willem Dafoe in it, although we've never watched it. Maybe someday in the future. Nice. All right. Well, we did Thank it. You. Good job, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. This is, I loved watching every minute of Casper. I will tell you. I that. just love being back. Me too. Not how I remembered. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is good to be back. I yeah. don't really. Me too. You know, I don't remember how to do it. It's weird over Zoom, but you know, it's all good. It's better, better than not doing it. Hell yeah. Uh, can we just decide yeah. right now? Probably not going to do a bunch of Harry Potter movies anymore. Oh yeah, we promised oh, yeah, Harry fine. Potter movies. Uh, you know what? It's not fun to talk about much these days. The old Harry Potter situation. No, so, I think J.K. Yeah. Rowling uh sucks. She sucks. We're good. It's all good. We don't need to watch her movies or movies she's right written a bunch of them. Yeah, uh, for but sure. If you, if you want to hear us do a movie that is not a crime of Grindelwald or a crime of J.K. Rowling. Then uh, write into us at uh, thirdaxaviors at gmail.com. Yeah, that email and, might oh, still and if you're exist. British? Yeah, that's right. It's Saviors spelled the American way. There's no U in it. S A V E U R S. Yes, that's right. It's spelled the French way. Saviors. No, not actually that way. Yeah. Yeah. God, what do we even do at the end of this show anymore? Do you guys want to plug stuff? I think. I'm not uh, doing I guess, anything. I guess oh, if um, folks want to watch, I'm doing uh, Animal Crossing Improv uh, every Sunday night at 7 p.m. at twitch.tv slash pack theater. Uh, How do you spell pack? Uh, P-A-C-K. Okay. Th- okay. Not like Rawr. Pac-Man. <laughs> no, like a pack of wolves. Okay. <laughs> a pack of wolves. Uh, and then I went, man. Because <laughs> I like kitty cats better. <laughs> Look, the moon. <laughs> <laughs>
That's right. There we uh, is. The Decades Podcast Pet Theaters, uh, still exists, but we haven't recorded an episode since, uh, you know, a global pandemic has destroyed all of the society. Yeah. All of our ability to leave our houses. Yeah. Um, but there, I think there are some episodes in the can that have not been released yet. And I'm sure at some point we'll get back to it. Sure would like to. We're going to watch all the Godzilla movies. Yeah. Hasn't happened. That's fine. That's fantastic. There's a lot of those. Wouldn't that be fun? Someday. We'll see. Thanks. All right. Well, we've been the third act saviors. Thank you for listening. Keep it real, meow And as always. Sorry, I cut you off. And as always. (gasps) Keep it real, meow meow Wow. Discord or Zoom for your purposes (laughs) made that very hard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.